Blog Talk Radio. Enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Your end time watchman. Bringing you light in a dark world. Where truth is rivaled with a lie. And the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations, with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud, with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days, so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy, so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Hello, I'm your host, Phil Armstrong. I'd like to welcome you all to the Prophecy Zone. I have a special guest on today. He's from Trumpet of God Ministries, Pastor David Zacker of YouTube. He'll be our guest, and we will be talking about Bible prophecy. I uh, just want to uh, talk about a few things before I bring my guest on. Uh, we uh, are nearing uh, our 300 thousand listens and, and it seems like a little to me because I was doing shows sparingly. I think I got like 200 shows over the last five years. So believe it or not, that's actually a lot because had I been doing shows all the time, like I'm going to start doing, I'd probably be in the millions. So just keep that in mind. Uh, God is blessing this ministry uh, and he wants us to do what his uh word says to do and be obedient because time is running out and we only having shows on how to uh, get ready and Esther got ready to become queen um, and uh, it was preparation it was it was not because she was just beautiful normally but she had to prepare uh, and be ready for uh, her position as queen. And um, the Bible talks about, in Matthew 24, to the ten versions, that five were ready and five were not. And uh, today's church wants us to believe that just simply saying a sinner's prayer will get you ready. But we know uh, that is not the case. Because if that was the case, then God built into his creation laws, there's specific laws, there's gravitational laws, there's aging, and of course that is gravitation, but there's speed laws, there are um, men laws, uh, nature laws, there are things that happen because the act of force is coming upon something which causes it, causes it to collapse. Well, um, God has built into uh, his uh, world normal systems and also advanced systems where things happen for a reason. But um let me let me let me say this, um 
I just lost my train of thought, but that's good. It's probably God. So what I'm going to do is take a break, and then I'm going to bring my um, guest on. I apologize for that because something just distracted my attention, um, and, and it was uh, not good. All right, we'll be back after these messages. October 30th, 1991. President George H.W. Bush initiates the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel. On the very same day, a freakish hurricane, now known as the Perfect Storm, destroys the Bush vacation home in Maine. And the pattern continues. Each time America compels Israel to vacate its territory, our land is devastated on virtually the same day by Hurricanes Andrew, Katrina, the Northridge earthquake, and Joplin's killer tornado. Is this coincidence, or is there a spiritual cause and effect? In Genesis 17:8, God promised the land of Israel as an everlasting possession to Abraham and his Jewish descendants. That promise still stands. Those who bless Israel are blessed. Those who curse it are cursed. Author John McTernan makes this open and shut case in his landmark book, As America Has Done to Israel, and the companion DVD, The Day of the Lord. For ordering details, visit John's online blog at johnmcternan.name. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You're listening to the Prosperity on Block Talk Radio. Now, be prepared to re-enter the zone where only watchmen dare go and only the fearless do venture. Now, from the lands of the Pacific Northwest in FEMA Region 6, where we warn about your future and the rapture of the church of the concentration camps of the enemy, your host once again, Phil Armstrong. Welcome back to the zone, the prophecy zone. to bring my uh, guest on, um, Pastor Dave. Yes, I'm here. How are you this evening? Hey, how are you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing real good, and I'm, All I'm right. pleased to be here. Uh, I'm pleased that you're here. All right, and um, so um, how did you get started on YouTube? Oh, that's a long story. That's the last place I, I would ever have dreamed, but... I would put my face out on YouTube. I'm still learning the computer, and I really had no intentions. And when I, when Yahweh, when God called me to this ministry to go out on YouTube to reach all these people, I was in a deep prayer. And Father, are you sure you got the right uh, person here? But He did. It's, it's a long story how I got called into ministry. And then to spread my ministry out from the inner cities and the streets of uh, Flint, Michigan, Burton, Michigan, Detroit, Michigan, and surrounding areas, trying to reach the lost and the drug addicts, uh, the prostitutes, and the poor, the tired, the homeless, 
he led me to YouTube, and uh, I obeyed, and here I am today. Amen. 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 Yeah. So I've been watching you for almost, I don't even remember, um, three years, two, three. Right, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe even longer than that. And um, I, I enjoyed your simplicity and um, how your um, gentleness with the truth um, came through to me. And I appreciate um, you being there um, all that time. So um, what is generally your um, eye on these days? And that's kind of a um, stupid question for because I do everything. Most people know what's going on with Syria, but um, what's your what's your take on um, the Syrian conflict right now, and um, what does the Bible say about that? What I what I'm doing, I'm keeping a very close watch on what's uh, going on right now with Syria, but I'm keeping a strong eye on Israel because that's going to be the focal point in end time Bible prophecy, and I'm seeing Bible prophecy unfold. Right now, I mean, we've seen it happen in 2011. I think the church just, their eyes just opened up. Yeah. With, uh, animals dying, the birds, and the earthquakes, and yeah. the uh, Japan earthquake. But a lot of people I've seen fall away. I've seen a lot of watchmen on YouTube, and they were putting out wonderful messages and wonderful videos. And one by one, I've seen them fall to the wayside when the rapture of the church didn't take place. Yeah. But I want to make one thing clear. I, I, I'm, I will be 56 years young in October, <laughs> and I've yeah. waited for this time my entire life, and I did not know for certain. I knew long before 2011 that I was a watchman, and I started watching for the signs. Yeah. But here we are tonight, and it's uh, September the 4th. We're bringing in Rosh Hashanah. Amen. I've never seen the climax. Of prophecy, uh, it's it's just bursting wide open, and the yeah. church needs to see that. Realize the time that we're in. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm sir. keeping I my see. eye on Israel. I'm looking what's going on in Syria, and I'm now today. I guess now the Senate has approved for Barack Obama to go on a three-month uh, bombing of Syria, and we got to be concerned. We got to look at uh, Isaiah 17. We got to look at Russia, but there. God yeah. and Magog, because Russia already put out the warning to yeah. hands off of uh, Assad, and it doesn't appear that that's going to happen. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, well, we're on the brink of going home. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it you know, I, I um, believe in. Uh, I don't know if you do, but I believe in the feast of the Lord. Um, and I, I believe I, I watch those intently, um, and uh, I I've always had a notion, even when I first started on um, on the internet in 2009, that the feast of the Lord will play a big part in the end time scenario. Definitely the spring feast, wow. but mainly the fall feast. And what I when I kind of look at this Syrian conflict, I mean, I know you're the guest, but I just wanted to put in some of the stuff I, I've been thinking about. Because I always believed, I don't know why, that Isaiah 17 and now Psalms 83 has been added to the mix. 
it is a war that happens before Ezekiel 38. What do you think about that? I agree 100%. You see that unfolding. I think yeah. it's going to have to happen. We're going to have to see uh, the United States is going to play a very important part in this, uh, along with the Obama administration and the United Nations, the New World Order. I don't, I don't know how much uh, or how deep you have been following what's going on with the elite in the world and the New World Order, but I truly believe that this is the Antichrist system being set up and being put in place. And uh, beyond the shadow of a doubt, uh, I I believe the United States is going to go on a bombing campaign of Syria, and it's going to be it's going to start it all. It's going to be the spark that ignites end time prophecy into full swing and bring Russia. Uh, as I said in the video I did earlier, we've got some big dogs in this fight, and uh, yeah, I want to go home. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, it seems like. Um, when, when you watch the news, you watch some of these channels, and and me myself, I've learned a lot um, from even the weaker channels like um, CNN and Fox. Now, I believe in I believe mostly in alternative news, which is definitely the, well. the the internet. But when I watch YouTube, I eat the meat. And sp- not YouTube, sorry. Um, CNN, I eat the meat and spit out the bones. And right. and that being said, I I I still watch it because they tell you a lot of stuff. If you if you're a watchman or if you a person who researches the New World Order or if you're an individual, of course, who read their Bible, you know between the lines before anybody else does. And exactly. what I see is I see I see I hear things like you know Vladimir Putin today said this. Or Barack Obama says that, and we know as Bible prophecy buffs or as people watchmen, we know between the lines. We we understand what they're saying, and I see the storyline lining up. I see the um, destruction of Damascus. I see by Israel. I think it's Israel. I don't think it's nobody else but Israel. I see the response of the immediate neighbors. Or it can happen in any combination where the, the 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 bombing of Damascus came from a pre-response to what was happening to Syria and you know during that time, and then I also see a, a Russian response, and and it's right in our newspapers today. Vladimir Putin said, "If this happens, he he will not let this happen." You know, you can see it. You can smell it. You can taste it. You know something's happening. And I'm not saying it's going to happen this week. Well, I'm not saying it's going to happen next year. I know it's going to happen this week or next year or even two years from here. It's eventually going to happen. And as watchmen have to be calm. It's like a football player, a quarterback going down the field trying to get a winning score. You know, you, we have to sort of take – we have to, you know, sit back and – and charge forward at the same time. We have to analyze it and be cautious about what we're telling people. Now I know you're the guest, so I, I mean I haven't done any shows, so I'm I'm starting to rant. But yeah, no, keep so, going. I mean, yeah, I'm on the same page with you. Every word that you just spoke, 
we yeah. got to be careful. We've got to speak the truth. And sadly today, the truth sometimes will uh, um, be like a bit of pills, kind of hard to swallow. Uh, yeah. We, I yeah. see a lot going on um, on YouTube. People are trying to make a prophecy uh, fit before it's time. You've got to give it yeah. time. It's all going to happen. All yeah. of this prophecy is going to be fulfilled, but we've got to yeah. wait it out. And like you, I don't mean to be on a rant myself. I apologize. Yeah. But like you, I watch, uh, I listen to mainstream media news because I want to see what is their real agenda. What is yeah. their hidden agenda? What they're saying is not exactly what they're doing. They kind of do the opposite of what they're putting out. Like yeah. the gun control and um, stricter gun laws to disarm yeah. the American people. Well, what, what is the reason for that? Why do they want yeah. to do that? Especially the and, media. Uh, oh, the media is I mean, what they, why would they want? Because I, I kind of figure because they're socialist, my own self, or communist. Right. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I mean, I, I or or maybe they just get caught up with everybody else who works at CNN and Fox and and or or MSNBC. Maybe they just ca- get caught up thinking guns are evil. I mean, because if we really look at it, it could be some type of a be- you know theory or belief that guns shoot people. I mean, but, guns walk around with I, little legs and say, I'm going to shoot you, you know, boom, 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 boom. Oh, I've been shot by a gun. You know, I mean, just really? I mean, guns don't shoot people. People shoot people. Gun, they just right. use use the guns as a tool. I think when it comes to the media, the news reporters at the very lowest level, they may be unaware of what's going on. It's kind of like... Uh, yeah. Uh, the Freemasons. You get to a 33 and a third level, now things change. But the ones that are out here on CNN and on uh, Fox News and, and all the mainstream media, they know. I mean, they've sold out. They know what the agenda is. And uh, uh-huh. uh, they're pulling the wool over the eyes of the of the sheeple, the people yeah. that are asleep. And uh you know, it's just like the police officers. I'm sure there are many good police officers that are just totally dumbed down and unaware of what yeah. the real agenda is to have a police state. But this is all Bible prophecy. This yeah. is all to usher in uh, the lawless one, the, uh, the Antichrist. And we're, yes, we're about there. Yeah, we are about there. And like I said before, I, I moved into this house in 2007. And uh, I have a five-year-old kid who was born in 2008, and he's tall. As, I mean, we just took him to kindergarten the other day, and and I and I and I tell people, you know, three years is goes by quick. Five years go by quick. Oh yeah. I mean, and even if even if I say if I'm crying wolf, and it appears that I'm crying wolf, the crisis comes back. He it's it's still even if it's five years from here, five years go by darn quick. And even if it's exactly. next week, next week really goes by quick. You know that. <laughs> but oh, yeah. my point is, from any time to, I mean, for the next couple of years, from now to the next couple of years, I mean, we need to get ready for Christ's return. Because we need um, to get ready indeed. Be ready at all times. But what message I would have for the church is, but the enemy, Satan. Um, He's very tricky. Uh, he's a trickster. Yeah. But all of this, 
Yahweh, God is going to allow prophecy. It's going to have to be fulfilled, but it's going to be on his time. Yeah. And Satan is a master of deception, and uh, we can't we can't believe the church today that we're going to outguess uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When he tells his son, his only begotten son, to go and get your bride, it's going to be on his terms, and his time, yeah. and his time is not our time. Amen. And I just don't want to see the church looking, here we are, with Rosh Hashanah upon us, and expecting yeah. that they know. They know as much as our Father in Heaven, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen now. It's going to happen on Rosh Hashanah. We don't yeah. know, but we've got to always be ready. Yeah. And Amen. we've got to be the bride, the church, the Philadelphia church. Strong in the word. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Are you, are you using a landline or are you, um, are you using a cell phone? You there? Hey, you bro, you there? Okay, I'm going to see if I can get... Uh, I don't know what happened. Hopefully... Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, I was hearing you loud and clear right there. Okay. <laughs> I was just making sure. Uh, I don't know what happened. Well, we're not going to let anybody interrupt us. Amen. Amen. So um, the signs of the time, what, what makes you actually think this is the beginning of the end times scenario that has been spoken of in the Bible? Hey, uh, Hey, hey, Dave, Pastor Dave, stand, stand by. Uh, we have some technical difficulties. I'm gonna put. Um, I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go ahead and go to commercial. We'll be right back. Okay. Connecting the dots and showing you why we are more vulnerable than ever. Greetings, fellow Americans. This is David Robertson inviting you to come be a part of an American Warning Radio, Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 p.m. Central. You've seen the pieces. Now, come see the bigger picture, an American Warning Radio, with your host, David Robertson, on this and many other networks that value liberty. All they're getting is mainstream media stuff. That's all they're getting, including Fox News. The American Warning Program with David Robertson, uh, just a great show. Uh, all kidding aside, the, the numbers are really going, starting to go up on that program, and I think once people realize that that's on now live Monday through Friday, 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock on this very station. And you're going to be tuning in a lot more. That guy makes a lot of sense, and he's really good at what he does. And Warning. Get more information at anamericanwarning.com. That's A-N-AmericanWarning.com.
lays out our future and host Phil Armstrong examines what the scripture tells of his coming every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on the Prophecy Zone. What is the New World Order? The people who are talking about the New World Order, Bible prophecy, may be in danger. What do you need to be rapture ready? I believe that the Bible interprets the Bible and we have to stick with the Bible. How much time is left? See more at theprophecyzone.com and youtube.com slash prophecyzone. Hear more here on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on The Prophecy Zone. Who is the Antichrist? I believe the Antichrist will not be known until the tribulation period starts. This is The Prophecy Zone. Technical difficulties. Hopefully, we can um, fix those, those difficulties. Uh, in the future, uh, I'm going to just do straight up um, Skype interviews, or we just go straight to Skype, or in this case, uh, pray to God that <laughs> everything turns out right. Um, in other cases, we can do um, YouTube videos with the television behind me. Um, and uh, matter of fact, today's technology makes it enables these new te- TVs to have uh, uh, YouTube capabilities built in. So uh, as, f- as far as um, the prophecy zone is concerned, we should be, so I should be a sort of ashamed of myself to, I mean, it, it's funny because when you look at 300,000 list- listens, if you really think about, uh, if you look at my archives, you'd be like, man, uh, you, the space between the sh- you know shows, I would go like weeks without doing shows, and and just you, you know I don't want to spend the rest of my life saying what if. So we decided to just charge in and and, and do these programs uh, and and have guests on and have you know preach the gospel without guests. I mean you can go either way, but um, we are blessed as a country to have these. Avenues. I mean, even YouTube. YouTube is probably the greatest thing since Apple Pie. And um, now they're letting people go live. I mean, you can just breathe and go live. You don't have to be a partner or anything, you know. And, and that's a blessing. But um, anyway, um, I, um, so we're going to get back to our interview. Uh, there is something I want to talk about and get it out the way first because um, – we're told to look for Jesus Christ, not the Antichrist. So, and, and I always specified that before I ask questions about the Antichrist, because um, many people are looking for 
the Antichrist and the, his great appearing so he can slaughter thousands of people, or millions of people, sorry, trillions, billions of people, actually. And uh, I'm looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of my God and Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, that's what I'm looking for. But as far as the conversation is concerned, um, let's talk about it. But as far as um, post-trib, you know, I don't I don't knock post-tribbers. I just don't think it's in God's nature. Now, there are people who have died for their, you know, religion and their belief, and there's people who, Christians, who have died for Jesus Christ. And people's excuse about the rapture of the church is, what makes you think we're going to escape everything? And it, we need to know we need to know what the what the book of Revelations is, is for us, the re- revelation of Jesus Christ. But we also need to know what chapters four through nineteen is for. And uh, it, it, did he not give the answer when he's talking to Lot, uh, Abraham? He says, "Will you destroy Sodom and Gomorrah if you have fifty righteous?" And he went all the way down to like ten, I think before he took off and destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. And um, he cleared it the way for um, for Noah uh, and his family to survive. And he cleared the way for Israel when they were obedient. Notice in the Bible, when they were obedient, I can't find, I mean, they, I can't find, basically find any place when they're obedient that God destroyed them. So he says, "What I he says to the, to Abraham says, what I what, uh, Abraham says, would you acquit, would you destroy the wicked, with the righteous, with the wicked?" So that tells you that the time of Jacob's trouble is allotted to Jacob, Jacob or Israel, and it's allotted to the rest of the whole world, but it's not allotted to the church. And if you read, if you read. Um, Revelation chapter 3 talks to the church of Philadelphia. It says, I shall keep you out of the time of testing. And the word church is no, no longer mentioned in the rest of uh, Revelations until later on. Amen. So um, with that being said, let's let's go back into this interview. Let's talk about the, get the Antichrist, his time. And the reason why I say it that sarcastically because everybody seems to think we are supposed to be looking for the Antichrist instead of instead of that sudden disappearance. And when you stand in there, you should see him as he is, Jesus Christ. You should see him the way the, the you should be the way he is, which is a glorified body. But anyway, w- w- what's your take on the Antichrist? Now this is what uh, really concerns me today. Uh, I want to make mention about uh, those that uh, are post-tribulation believers. They don't believe in the rapture of the church. Now, I, I have friends that are post-trib, and we, we get along, yeah. you know, we get along yeah. very good. But yeah. what I don't understand for the life of me, now, John, the revelator, he loved the church so much. Don't you think, for one moment, and I want all the listeners to pay close attention, don't you think if the bride, the Philadelphia church, was going to be here through the tribulation, don't you think he would have mentioned them at least one time? And he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, the church is not mentioned after Revelation uh, 3. Now, what I can't for the life of me understand, I understand where the post-trevors are coming from. 
what what I can't understand is a disturbing, uh, alarming trend that I see from those that believe the way we do. And it's yeah. what we know, what we know, what we know, that there is going to be a rapture of the church. Yeah. Pre-tribulation rapture believers are chasing after, and they are already proclaiming one man right now to be the Antichrist. When the Antichrist will not be revealed until the church is gone. Why Amen. is the church getting ahead of their stuff? Why are they looking for gloom? Why are they yeah. looking for doom? They are proclaiming uh, Barack Obama to be the biblical antichrist, and it's not biblical. Yeah. And I believe the enemy is causing this distraction. He's coming into the church, and he's dividing the body of Christ. He's got the church looking over here and looking over there. Mm-hmm. And if you look on YouTube, the videos that are getting the thousands and thousands of views is Videos that are on the second coming, the apocalypse, uh, a giant wave that's going to wipe out the east and the west coast, and Obama is the Antichrist, and here are uh, 16 characteristics and attributes that show Obama is the Antichrist. And I did a video on that, and it was on on the Antichrist. It was, uh, I can't think of the name of the video now. But I gave out, I think it was 28 characteristics of the Antichrist, and Barack Obama didn't really fit any of them. No, he doesn't. The church has lost its focus, and that's what the enemy wants. He wants to be scattered. We're trying to. Some of the pre-tribulation believers, I didn't mean to interrupt you, now are believing we're halfway already through the tribulation, but the trumpet trumpet judgment, uh, Mm -hmm. we're at the point of the trumpet judgment, some yeah. have now told me they don't believe in the rapture anymore, and they think they're yeah. Yeah. halfway through tribulation. Right. Uh-huh. And I'm here to say, amen, that if we were in tribulation, you would know it. It will be a time that this <laughs> world has never seen. Same. We're talking about the abyss being opened up and hideous, hideous creatures coming out of the abyss with the face of a yeah. lion and the tail mm-hmm. of a scorpion. Yeah. And the, when you see in Scripture, in the book of Revelation, where it talks about the stars falling, that is the fallen angels, and they are going to return. They are going to return, and they are going to wreak havoc uh-huh. on this earth. So I just want to mention that the church is getting away. They're mm-hmm. losing their focus, and the church needs to calm down. Right now, the church needs to go into a cleansing. Because your body is your temple. You need to cleanse your temple. You need to Mm -hmm. make sure that wedding gown is white as snow, white as wool. And there is no spot in that gown, and there's no wrinkle. It's okay if you get tired, but if you fall asleep, make sure you've got your lamp full. You've got plenty of oil. You need to be wise. Don't be of the five foolish virgins. You've got to be of the wise. You've got to look for the signs. We're told to look for the signs of the stars and the moon, and the sun. Look and keep your eye on Israel. The church is obsessed with death and destruction. Mm-hmm. And they proclaiming the Antichrist is here. And, it's, and, and I, have to, I have to question. The church is running over to this person. Whoever is putting out uh, all of this gloom and doom, and I'm often wondering, the church, are you spending too much time following man? 
when you yeah. need to open up, get off of YouTube and open up that living word because your answer Amen. is there. Amen. Follow the living Amen. word. All right, I'm yeah. done preaching for a minute. Hey, man, that, that's good stuff, bro. Uh, that that is the truth. Uh, I've heard it all. I don't even I don't even spend a lot of time. Um, I'm on YouTube a lot, but I don't spend a lot. It's kind of weird because I don't really look for all of that. I hear it and then I kind of run from it. Um, oh, I know. Okay. I mean, it's just yeah. So. Like on Facebook, I, I don't, I don't, I probably only got into one heated match on Facebook the whole entire time I've been on there because only one. what I do, <laughs> yeah, what I, only one, and what I do is I sort of uh, eat the meat and spit out the bones, and if it if it seems like somebody getting rude with me, I, I you know I kind of ended at that and 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 tell them sometime I you can win you can win you can lose the battle and win the war. And right. sometimes when you leave a conversation, people think you just don't know anything or you just don't want to be involved. But sometimes you want people to think temporarily that the things that you were saying was important. But after the conversation is over with and after they, you know, temporarily thought you lost the war, but they start thinking about it later, what you were saying. And and like on YouTube, it's the same way. I mean, YouTube has has um a lot of things that you can you can listen to that has value but at the right. same time once once you hear that you know two thirds of man population is gonna be killed, we know that. I mean right. why why do we get off on that? I mean why does the church why do you think the church get off on that? I mean why well, I don't get it. I I think honestly the church has become lazy. They're not opening up the Bible. They're not going I'm not, not talking about religion. I'm, uh, I'm talking about having a relationship with the Father. Going yes, into sir. that secret place, into that prayer closet, and yeah. be in prayer and ask for yeah. discernment of the Scripture. Yes, sir. Yeah. And quit following man. Follow yeah. God. Follow Jesus. Amen. Follow Yeshua. Amen. Um, with the Antichrist, uh, now I've been into in the church my entire life. I grew up in the church. I grew up playing music at a young age, uh, gospel music. And uh, so I've been around and I've been studying Bible prophecy for a long time. And uh, if people want to really kind of get an idea of uh, some of the attributes of who the Antichrist is going to be like, uh, just do your study on Nimrod, yeah. because I think Nimrod's going to play a very important part. Uh, he fits yeah. uh, 100% of the attributes of the Antichrist. And that's going to be a fierce figure of a person when they do, when the church is gone and Satan is waiting in the wings. He's as excited as we are uh, for the rapture to take place because that's when he can um, go full steam. And yeah. this person that's going to come on the world stage is going to be a powerful figure of a, of a person. He's going to be stout. He's going to be large. He's going to be huge with a terrifying physique. That's what Scripture tells us. It doesn't say Barack Obama. So, church, come out of it. Snap out of it. And get in the yeah. zone. I'm going to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I looked at it, and I've always looked at it, and I've never, I, I probably only saw one person besides yourself uh, bringing this up. What I'm about to bring up is, is everybody keeps ignoring what, the word of God says, and I think it's in cha um, right. Daniel chapter seven, 
and I'm in Daniel right now. I'm not. I might not be able to find it instantly because I'm on the radio show, but um, I could probably find it on the internet just a quick. But um, it says that the Antichrist should have a look more stout than his fellows. It also right. says he's the king of fierce features. Now, I think what people get it confused with is in Isaiah 19, it talks about it, they should have a fierce king. Now, here's the here, I don't know the Greek and I don't know the Hebrew and I don't know the whatever Italian or whatever. But I do believe this from the surface of that reading. One of these guys in Isaiah, the God in Isaiah 19 who will take over Egypt has a fierce attitude. And the other one has a fierce look. Now, you know the Antichrist is going to have a fierce attitude. But I believe, I believe it's talking about this here's the king of fierce features, meaning that he's a good-looking guy, but he's, he's distinctively tough-looking. He, he's like, has his hair slicked back. looks like a mafia leader. I mean, he's a good-looking guy. I don't, know if he's, I don't know if he's 30 years old, 33 years old. Or I don't know if he's 63. But he'll be a really good-looking guy. And I think he's intimidating. He can have green eye, you know, grayish eyes and right. and the character lines and tan and look good and you know, six foot eight, you know, who knows, six foot three, six foot four, and a good looking guy. And and he's well packaged. And when he receives a mortal wound, this is just speculation, is that I I believe that he portrayed his own people who is to me, I you I mean I'm, this is just me throwing it out there. Islamic Antichrist seems more feasible than a European Antichrist. For, that's Thank that's, Thank that's what I've Thank been looking for. The at. Truth. Yeah. So the Mediterranean Union, when Nikolai Sarkozy started in 2007 or 2008, uh, seems to fit the bill more than, because it also involves Europe. And see, see, at the time of the rapture, after the rapture of the church, this beast rises out of the sea. He doesn't. He, he the beast. The beast has not risen. Now the beast, there's shadows and shapes and, and and ideas of this beast that he, the the beast that I'm talking about is the Antichrist in his system. It has risen slightly throughout. Time because it couldn't it could it had to rise because of Daniel's what Daniel saw he says I looked in you know Daniel saw the statue and Nebuchadnezzar said I had you know it was Babylon Media Persia Greece uh, Rome and New Rome so yeah it has shadows and shapes matter of fact the European Union is, is the, it could be the left the left wing and the Eastern Mediterranean is the right wing and don't 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 forget Africa which is Northern Africa. So it has to it has to be the Mediterranean, the old Roman Empire. So, so when it rises, it's not even it's not even the UN. UN is probably going to be dismantled, just like the League of Nations was dismantled. The uh, the UN was formed after the League of Nations and after the in World War Three. The UN will be dismantled, probably. This is speculation, or it will float into it will go into this last empire. And then the Antichrist will divide the when he goes into the temple and says, "I am God." 
Then he would divide the world up for gain, which he would divide the world up into ten regions. So the people who are right who say that, you know, the world is already divided up into ten because we're clever wrong, but they're, they're absolutely right. But that's not the empire. The empire comes when the Antichrist goes into the temple after he's already formed and in, in, in consolidated his power in, in the Mediterranean Union or the Mediterranean area. Then he will go into the temple of God saying, I am God, and will turn it into a world empire, which then he would divide the world up into ten regions. So, I mean, that... Those things been on my chest, so else I, if I had a guest on, I wouldn't be opening my mouth. But I, I, like I said, I don't do a lot of shows, so I started going on a rant, and I said, "Oh man, I got a guest on." So no, let the Holy, let the Holy Spirit just keep on moving through you, because when you're speaking, you're speaking the truth. And I don't know how popular you're going to be. No, uh, not too popular. The truth, people, but, um, people are in love with I Europe. <laughs> I'm not concerned with views, and I'll, I, I'm not into all the glamour and uh, how many subscribers I got. I'm going to bring the truth, and what you're saying is the truth. Now Amen. again, I was talking about uh, we were talking about the Antichrist. Now, if you why does the for one thing why is the bride the Philadelphia bride that will be raptured? Why are we concerned and looking for the Antichrist now? For the life of me, I can't figure that out. But if you're interested, instead of following this person or that person putting out a YouTube video, get into the Word. Do all the research you can and look at uh, uh, Nimrod. I'm not saying Nimrod's coming back. I'm not saying that. But the Antichrist, you know, uh, the Bible is going to repeat itself. And the Mm -hmm. person is going to be a mirror image of Nimrod. Uh, yeah. When he came in and he invaded the territories and built his Babylon, uh, yeah. he did so by way of Ethiopia. I mean, if you want to really know, but it's not for the church. It's for those that are going to go through the tribulation. Yeah. And what worries me is the bride. Not everyone is going to be the bride, and this is going to be controversial. And uh, um, The bride is the one that is on fire. With yeah. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. Amen. A flame, a burning, burning fire. Their soul is on fire with the Holy Spirit. They can't be cold mm-hmm. because that flame will just warm the coldness. They can't Amen. be lukewarm because they are on fire. The Amen. Holy Spirit cannot reside in sin, in a sinful yeah. body. When yeah. we fall, we need to repent and know what is preaching. Repent, repent, repent. Yeah. And yes, keep that Holy Spirit, keep Jesus dwelling within you. Because if you think for a moment that you said a prayer, you got up in a congregation uh, because the person on the right side of you, the person on the left of you got up and went to an altar call, and you well, I'm going to see a lot of places. I'll get up there, too. Or if yeah. you think because your mother was a Christian and your father was a Christian and your grandparents that you're grafted in, you better think again. You've got to... Really, it's more than a prayer. That prayer is just words. It means nothing unless you say that with your entire being and your heart. Yes. And you fall down okay. on your face and admit that you are a sinner and admit that Yahweh, that God, sent his son to die on that cross on Calvary. Yes, sir. And ask for salvation. Ask him to come and live in your heart and speak it with your mouth. Amen. You're going to have a lot of people are going to not uh, make it, and that's what worries yeah. me today. Well, it says in um, 
Matthews 6 and 7 talks about that in chapter, uh, talks about the narrow gates. And um, and it says um, that many will strive to enter in through the narrow gate. And um, and it, what 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 gets me is that I was talking to my wife today. I was having a small Bible study, and we mostly all the time do. But uh, I was talking to my wife, and I think actually I'm getting mixed up. I was talking to my ten year old, and I was telling him about being, you know, you have to be hot, um, you know, because he's talking to the church of Laodicea, and I wish that you were hot or cold. Now, what is hot? And that's, I mean, you could you, you explain that to the audience, what is hot, again? I mean, because I, I don't think people understand uh, what hot Amen. is in particular. What, what hot is is where you could not be lukewarm. You could not be cold because you are burning on fire with the Holy Ghost. You're not thinking about the things of the world. You're not uh, caught up. And the material things of this world and what's going on in this world, you don't have time because every waking moment your focus is on Jesus, it's on Yeshua, how deeply, madly, deeply in love you are with him where he's all you can think about 24 hours a day, you dream about him. He comes to you in your your dreams while you're cleaning your house, while you're washing your dishes. You're singing to him and you're just singing praise and you just love him. And you long to be with him, and you Amen. want to do whatever you can. He's all you think about. He's Amen. the only thing you think about is pleasing him and going out and and spreading his word in the end days. You're all your attention on is just sharing the good news of salvation with those that need to know. They need to know there may be someone that you could touch in a positive way. You could reach out to them. Then maybe they're. Hanging on And God put you in this place He puts us in places for a reason To where you could reach out To this person That's the bride The bride is not not concerned with who the Antichrist is The bride knows that there will be tribulation But the bride is just Waiting, waiting To hear To hear uh, That trump And the voice of the archangel And to be caught up to be with Jesus yeah. Amen. And, that's and that's all the bride can think about yeah. yes indeed yes indeed this is um, uh, the hour that this was spoken of in the word of God the last days um, talk to me about the generation what do you see about the generation um, I work with kids and I've got five kids of my own and uh, from what I see as a complete uh, um, back, I don't know, I can't say back, but complete, uh, I think the generation's gone. <laughs> I mean, I I'm sorry. Like they talk about the fall of Damascus, and Damascus will be uh, a ruinous heap. This yeah. generation is already uh, fallen, and it is a ruinous heap, and that's because the enemy has infiltrated not only every aspect of, uh, and I don't mean to be uh, to upset anyone, every aspect of organized religion, but yeah. he's, through modern technology and the Internet and what the young people are listening to and how they're degrading women and uh, playing video games where 
they're killing and mutilating uh, zombies and and, and, and uh, the lifestyle that the young people are living today. Satan has got his hand on the young people. We need to lift the young people in this generation, young and old, up in prayer and prayer for yes, salvation yeah. and prayer for a cleansing to come out of this, to come out of this wickedness and this wicked ways, because time is time is over, uh, yes, my sir. precious brother. Time is over. We don't have any more time. And yeah. there are so many that are lost today. It's the type of music that they're listening to. and um, We get into secret societies and Illuminati, and all of this is the work of the Amen. Amen. Parents, parents of young people today, parents reach out. Uh, I know it's difficult a lot of times. It's a, a, a one person working, trying to raise that family, but have that family time. Yes. Get your children back, sit down at the supper table, bow your head Amen. and give God all the glory for the food you're to eat. And spend quality time with your young people. Make Amen. time for them. Make time for your wives. Husbands yeah. make time for your wives. Wives Amen. make time for your husbands. And Amen. do this all to the glory of God. Amen. Yeah. I'm rambling else. No, that that that's perfect. That that's perfect. Uh you hit that hit me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, well, gotta... we love our children so much, and you know, and can you yeah. imagine how we love our children? I know how you're talking about your your ten year old. Yeah. And I've got my uh, I got my children, and, and there's nothing in the world we wouldn't do for them, and how we love them so much. Right. Amen. And brothers and sisters that are listening tonight, can you imagine how much your Father in Heaven loves you? Amen. He loves you so much, and. It, can you just see his face when we fall, yes. fall astray, when we're not raising our families the way we should, when young yes. people are living together before their marriage and before they're married and they're getting involved into all of this evil of this world and getting into drugs. And yes. as we weep, you think your father in heaven doesn't weep with you. Amen. But rejoice, everyone listening. Do the best that we can because very quickly that trumpet's going to sound and yeah. Jesus is going to wipe away every tear from each and every one of our eyes. Amen. Yes, Amen. 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 Yeah, this um, uh, belief that uh, Rosh Hashanah is the rapture of the church. Um, how long have you uh Came up. I mean, how, how long have you been looking at Rosh Hashanah at that time? And if it's not, you know, I'll be surprised. But at the same time, I'm not saying I'm. It, it, you know, I'm just a believer, firm believer that the Feast of Trumpets is a is a good candidate. It's not number think, one candidate. It's a high rapture watch time. But yeah. I am going to be patient. I'm going to have that perseverance. Uh, yes, I'm sir. Keep it strong. Because. Yeah. We can look at Bible prophecy. We can do the best that we can. We can look at, and we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, the spring feast has been fulfilled, the fall of yeah. heaven. Yeah. And Rosh Hashanah is a high rapture watch time. If you studied uh, uh, Jewish customs and traditions, how they send out uh, two watchmen, and they look and they wait for that tiny sliver of a moon. And I think you already know the story, sort of the listener. It's a high rapture watch time. 
yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna out uh outthink the living God. It, it's gonna happen yeah. when it happens. Yeah. It happened when it happened. It might happen now, the day after Rosh Hashanah ends. We, we, we don't yeah, know. We don't we know. We can be hopeful and we can be watchful. Amen. But if it doesn't happen, don't be discouraged. That's be what the enemy wants. You to fall away. He wants a yeah. great falling away. And I've seen it happen in 2011. I've seen yeah, it happen in yeah, 2012. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, people just let, let it go. They fell away. You don't see yeah. it anymore. Yeah, you don't but, see it anymore. I'm waiting every day. I'm waiting tonight, and, and, and I hope we're called out of here right during this broadcast. Amen. Um, Hallelujah. I, yes, I live every day like it's the day. It's the day yeah. that we are going to get caught up to be. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, and that was a time where Common Element and all of this stuff uh, was, you know, it sort of lined up and. It looked like you know things were going to take place, and you know, and I and I noticed my own self, you know, that people were um, at the time after the thing happened, saying that uh, you know I'm I'm mad, I'm angry, you know, we were looking and did nothing happen, so I'm going to go ahead and go do something else, and that's sad, you know, it was really sad. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, actually, uh, we lost um, Pastor Dave. I don't know what just happened. Uh, we lost him. Uh, hopefully, we can get him back. But we're gonna take go ahead and take a break. It's at the top of the hour, uh, and see if we can get him back. And we'll be right back. Go to these messages. Romans six twenty three says. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You're listening to the Prosperity Zone on Box Talk Radio. This next announcement is serious news, and you won't hear it in the mainstream media. We are living in an age full of catastrophic events, and it's getting worse. But before we go on, remember this website, highgrounds.us. In the past two decades, natural disasters have increased by 800% within the U.S. alone. Cataclysms like Hurricane Katrina killed and displaced thousands because they were not prepared. And the 2008 economic collapse could happen again, but be much, much worse. So type this into your web browser, highgrounds.us. 
Highgrounds.us is your complete source for family survival necessities. You'll find food and water with a shelf life of 25 to 30 years, plus tents, portable containers, light, heat, first aid, and much more. Go to our website, highgrounds.us, or call 1-888-202-9094. Place your order now and be prepared. That's H-I-G-H, highgrounds.us. Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Highgrounds.us. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Your watchman on the wall. Bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Hey, this is Brother Phil Armstrong. Welcome to the Prophecy Zone. I have Trumpet of God Ministries Pastor David Zicker on the show from YouTube. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show and um, grab some coffee. We'd be glad to have the messages. Okay, I lied. We won't be back at these messages. We are back. Um, so, uh, if you listen to that intro, the last thing you would say was Syria. And I made this, that, that uh, you notice the, the, the order that it came in, and then Syria came right back into the place. I knew that Syria will be the opening to all this stuff happening. I talked to my wife sat on the couch and I, and I told her, I said, you, we got to be ready. And when you see Syria jump on the scene on television, and even when it jumps on the scene, I told her it can be a year off, it can be that that couple, six months, it could be two or three years. But when you see Syria jump to the scene, then you know you're close. And I'm pretty much sure it was prophetic. Um, and like I say, when you listen to that intro, you're going to hear the last thing you hear is Syria. And um, that gives you an idea where I thought Syria, what, what part Syria would play. And the Antichrist is called the Assyrian and talking about in uh, Ezekiel. Uh, so he is the Assyrian, which is takes over the Assyrian uh, territory, which I believe he would be the next leader of uh, Syria, That's, uh, the second to the next leader of Syria. Um with that being said, I'm going to bring my guest back on. We have already covered uh, the generation, you know, the, the last days. We talked about um, how the church is, is falling away and what it was, you know, as far as predictions that were made and are analyzing events from 2011 and 12. And even now, people are falling away for various reasons. And now we're going to go into Bible prophecy. We're going to actually take a nosedive into the subjects. And the current subject that we see on our television screens is Syria. So I'm going to bring my guest on. Pastor Day, you there? Yes, 
I'm here. Okay. Um, so um, let's continue. This is part two. I was going to do a, whole, a 30 minute segments, but uh, the, the timing sort of didn't work out that way. But anyway, uh, let's talk about what you see happening with Syria now. Congress is just, uh, at least the Senate has just uh, given him permission, and I guess the Congress is next. Uh, uh, Senate gave it to him, so I guess uh, uh, congressmen are next, or Congress, whatever you call them. Uh, so what do you think about this um, Syrian affair that's going on now? I think uh, I think we better take uh, a deep breath. We better sit back because it's happening, and it's happening yeah. right now. Uh, as yes, you said, sir. Senate today uh, passed, uh, gave the okay for a three-month bombing of Syria by the United Nations and the Obama administration. And, you know, they're putting up the, the smoke screen uh, for the people just to pacify uh the people that uh, we're going to wait on Congress. It's a done deal. It could happen yeah. if we start bombing tonight. Now, yeah. what I find interesting is the timing of this. When we're mm-hmm. looking at end time Bible prophecy, yes. we're 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 on Rosh Hashanah right yes. now, and this is happening yeah. right now. And uh, I'm going to turn the tables for a minute because I'm usually the one uh, interviewing someone else. I want to get your take if I can, because we've got this comet Ison. It's a Strange name, I son. Do you think this is playing any part in this at all, or do you think it's just kind of like Comet Elenin? It's just hype and. Uh, now, well, I'm not familiar with what is that again? It's just Comet, but uh, it's called I son, like son, S O N. And, you know, the church is following this uh, uh, hook, line, and sinker that this is a sign. Oh. Uh, the son of of a man coming in the clouds, they jumped way ahead of themselves. Yeah, well, that that's that's been happening to all of us um, uh, in the last couple of years. Um, and 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 bro, uh, common element got me. And oh, well, got me too reason, for a minute. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I've decided to not be so. Uh, how can I say this? Conservative, but right. leave room for conservatism. So what I mean by that is I, I've decided to watch prophecy and watch it through the eyes of the Bible, but I've also right. decided to, to because I call my show The Prophecy Zone, and what I tell people now is because in the next couple of months, I got a lot of people lined up. But most of these people lined up are like yourself. They're not, you know, they're not. The reason I call it a prophecy zone because it's like the twilight zone, you know, dun, 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 you know, strange right. things happen. Well, I've never took that approach for the, sh- for the show. And now I'm going to start taking somewhat of an approach that way. But I want people to know that just because I have somebody on my show does not mean I totally agree with them. So it's, it's called the prophecy zone for a reason. Now, I don't like getting into speculation, definitely now. And when I see Common Element, brother, even even Pastor J.D. believed that was going to happen. Right. I mean, if you take conservative pastors like, um, what's the name of those guys? Uh, man, I don't I don't know the name of them. But a lot of the people fell for that. Oh, yeah. And 
The devil did a wonderful work. He did an excellent job. And he's doing it again. That was my point. He's doing it it again. again. He's doing it again. So I believe Christ is coming back. I believe it's it's really soon. I believe it's from zero days, especially now because it's Rosh Hashanah, from zero days to about five years at the most. I don't think it's going five. It's not going to go that far. I I think five years is, is exaggerating. I think five years is is way exaggerating. I think it's more like the next twenty four to thirty six months, or or like I say, the next zero days to twenty four to thirty six months. If we're here in two thousand fourteen, it I will be totally totally shocked and totally surprised. And I've been studying prophecy for a long time, and I'm looking at uh, the book of Daniel and Daniel's timeline, and um, yeah. I can't see us being here, even in two, maybe in 2014, but I really, uh, and I'm getting, uh, you know what they are, the chills and the goosebumps when I'm speaking this. I feel the Holy Spirit yeah. on me. Yes, sir. Uh, and that's my point, because we're talking about Syria. And if the church would only just come out of the world, and uh, I think Satan is, is having fun with the church. I think he's yeah. playing with them. And, and uh, yeah. He's got you looking at things that are going to happen. I mean, there's fire going to rain down, uh, permanent heat uh, to where the trees and the grass are going to be burnt. Yes, but sir. it's not now. It can't happen yeah. now, church. Keep no. your eye on Israel. Look at the yeah. message that uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu put out. He knows that uh, this is happening. He knows yeah. that Iran is continuing on with uh, trying to be a nuclear power, and he can't let that happen. He sees mm-hmm. the events that's unfolding. They're yeah. handing out gas masks to mm-hmm. uh, the people of Israel. Uh, yeah. And they've been fired on. They've got missiles upon them. They know that when the United States strikes, and they're going to, yeah. um, but there's going to be retaliation. Uh, that's where you need to keep your eye. Quit chasing these ridiculous things like this Patty Broussard and uh, in August, the world's going to burn up. You've got to go underground. You know, That's not where your focus needs to be. Yeah. Um, your focus needs to be on the living word. What does the living word say? Not what, what does man say? Don't yes. listen to me, and I'm sure you tell your guests to not listen to you. Uh, but take what we what we preach. Yeah. And she doesn't line up. It's not going to be real popular. It's not yeah. going to be very exciting. It's got Amen. not going to make you uh, drop what you're doing and come out of the kitchen and let your supper burn because <laughs> I'm on here screaming that the world's going to end. Yeah. It's going to be the truth. And, yes, amen. Uh, amen. We need to get focused. Look what's going on in Syria, and I find it amazing. Uh, and there there are the goosebumps, the God bumps again, the Holy yeah. Spirit, that this is happening uh, right now during Rosh Hashanah. Church, please, yeah. I plead with every listener, please, please, please wake up now. Wake amen. up and be ready. Get your lamps full and make sure you got plenty of oil to spare. Amen. Come out of the world, come out of the doctrines of man, the doctrines of devils, the unsound doctrine, and put your trust in Jesus and just open that book. Don't be lazy. Yeah. You can spend a lot of energy. We spend a lot of time in our day. Take some of that time and get into that word and see if what, what we tell you is not is not true. Make sure it lines up. Don't add to and don't take away from the prophecies of this book. Mm-hmm. Let's quit adding to these prophecies because we're not there yet. But yeah. we're looking at Syria, 
working at the yeah. fall of the master. We're there. Yeah. We're there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we're here. And it's Rosh Hashanah. Yes. Amen. And rejoice because your redemption draws nigh. Draws nigh. Amen. Amen. It says in um, Revelations um, 3, 10, mm. it says, Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. And um, it says, Because thou hast kept the words of my patience, uh, God's word, uh, if Satan can get us distracted from the, the word of God, and start looking upon other things. Now, the Bible did talk about there should be signs. Uh, and it says there should be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. Now, say, uh, God put those there for a reason. Uh, the signs that will be um, shown, uh, especially the eclipses that will be 14 and, 2014 and fifteen. That's what I'm talking and, about. Amen. Yeah, and I do think that those will play a part. Uh, and basically, this is just pure speculation on my part, but the two witnesses uh, will have something to do with, and they will come the first half of the tribulation period. Matter of fact, after the rapture of the church, they will probably, as we go up, they come down. And and they will, they will uh, probably end up having signals, and this is just all speculation, 144,000 Jews would meet them somewhere, you know, maybe they all have a dream, just like the dream of Joseph taking Israel, taking Jesus, excuse me, Jesus and his mother to Egypt. You know, they all have a dream, meet meet us here, you know, and they all meet there and, they, you know, they all get saved and whatever, after they see the rapture of the church. Uh, then they go forth and preach, proclaim the gospel. And billions of people will be saved at the time of the tribulation period. But folks, you guys do not want to be here during that time. You just, you just don't want to be here. I mean, I talk to people every day, you know, on my radio show, you know, uh, and it's, it's as if people don't really care. Uh, that these things are going to transpire, and once it happens, they're going to get saved then. And right. the thing is, is, the Word of God talks about, and I think it's um, Revelation 9, it says, and they love their life unto death. They're not willing to give their you know, life up for Christ. And um, Now, these are other churches. Now, this yeah. is what the Spirit says to the seven churches, and that's what the churches yeah. understand. Because for some reason, and you may not agree with me, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it out of love, and I love you, whether you, uh, brother, whether you agree with me or not. But when we look at Revelation uh, 3:10, uh, the message to the Philadelphia church. That's the only church that, uh, when Jesus spoke, he didn't have this against you. I know you're good works, but I have this against you. It's the only church, but he didn't mention that. Uh, didn't say that to you. Now, the other churches, uh, they got some work to do. And not everyone is the bride. I mean, there are yeah. Christians that are, that are going to have to be, uh, the, the bride is like gold. Yes. And the others are going to have to go and be refined okay. in the fire and go through tribulation. And not all are the bride. Uh, depends what church you're from, and these churches are here today as well. 
Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to make that clear because everyone's got the assumption that, uh, hey, I believe in Jesus. I said the sinner's prayer, and I'm the bride. It, it doesn't work that way. Well, if you look at uh, what we talked about earlier, uh, when he talked to, to the Church of Philadelphia, uh, I said, I'm sorry, the Church of Laodicea, he says, um, he says in verse, it's, it's Revelation 3, chapter 3, verse 15, says, I know thy works, thou art, thou, excuse me, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou were cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Now, the hot, the hot is those who love Jesus and they are and they love him with all their heart and they you know and they make mistakes they they they're not perfect but they their their heart they're striving towards uh that walk with Christ on a daily basis meaning that they're on fire we used to have this saying in Hawaii it said man Phil man you're on fire you know on fire means that you're just you know you're you're moving on you you have you have a sense of uh, out of controlness. I mean, you know if you're out of control, but you're not out of control. You have the spirit, but you're going around and you're doing whatever it takes to let somebody hear the gospel. You're doing whatever it takes to read the word of God. You're doing whatever it takes to, uh, you know, keep his commandments. And in the, in one of the keys that 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 I noticed just recently, I mean, A, I noticed it before, but I, it wasn't clear to me. That the commandments, he says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And right. and technically, yeah, he can be talking about the Ten Commandments too. Because if you look at this, now you look at how Jesus is uh, telling us to, you know, if you look upon a woman to lust after her, you're created, you know, sin in your heart. Well, that's hard. Amen. To do. I'm glad you brought that up. Amen. Yeah. That's because hard to do. Commandments is committing adultery. Yeah. You yeah. not commit adultery. Yeah. Let alone now, did Jesus not take away the commandments. He he made them even enforce them even stronger. But if you even amen. look with lust in your eyes, you know, uh, so he takes it to an even higher level. Yeah. And the yeah. church today just believes we don't have to follow anything. We're not under anything. Uh, yeah. How hard is it to keep the commandments, to not take the Lord God's name in vain, to not covet thy neighbor? Because it's not very difficult to follow that. But they yeah. just don't want to follow that. They don't think they have to follow that either. Yeah. Well, the church today, um, I mean, technically, the Ten Commandments could be followed. Now, the way Jesus said it, it, it you know, uh, is sort of more pointing to the point that the only person that's followed those commandments is Christ, the way he put it. Now, you can follow the Ten Commandments. That's what he's talking about. And um, if you covet your wife, your neighbor's wife, that's far different from if a man look, if you even look at a woman to lust at them. So it should be a practice of righteousness. Because if and he and he left left the table open for us to repent in First uh, John one eight nine and ten, and if he says if you if you if you say that you have no sin you make him a liar and the truth is not in you, so That's right. the practice now the practice of what Jesus said in the Word of God now he it's now how about the for, not forsaking the gathering assemblies of yourself. Or how about, you know, Paul says that 
you know, um, you, you know, Jesus said that if you if you are angry with your brother without a cause, um, right. yeah, that's hate. I mean, it could be hate. Or, or how about when he says, um, you know, that he gives a command that we should pray always, and and you know, so when Jesus gives a command in the New Testament, or Paul gives a command, or Peter gives a command, or because technically a command can be who he says do not look in the mirror and then walk away and forget what you look like that's actually a command that's actually right. telling telling you that you need to meditate on the word and 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 apply it to your life so there there are commandments that he gives that are you know commands and he says if you're listening to me you're truly my disciple so my point is this we have to do what he says to do if he's our Lord in the word of God. Amen. It says, like, I'm looking for somebody to, you know, a deep voice to say, Phil, you need to pick up the ice cream cone and eat it because it's a waste of food. You know, we're looking for God to just come out and say that, but he's already said it in this word. So when right. he comes back, when he comes back for us, he's coming back for a church that was obeying him and kept Amen. his word. And was patient with the outcome, Amen. and and loves Christ. Now we can get religious all we want and say, you know, I love Christ with all my heart and stuff. Well, yeah, okay, that's cool. I love Christ with all my heart, but am I doing what He says? You know, right. am I living my life fully for God? Am I am I my heart? Because remember, He said in Colossians, He said, "Set your affections on things on uh, above, not on things on earth." So my affections, my affections have to be on Christ. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I think the bottom line is, and, uh, you know, so many people, and they're going to argue doctrine and who's right and who's wrong. His name is Jesus. No, it's Yeshua. And once saved, always saved. And uh, no, you can lose your salvation. That's all going to get worked out. That's your your salvation is not dependent on that. Just so the viewers know, you know, it's all going to be worked out when we stand before that uh, mercy seat. But what the church needs to understand, and I'm going to bring the truth, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it, not not a bit. The Philadelphia Church is the bride, and the bride will be the one that, when you think about uh, sin. And you know, because we know, and I'm, you know, I'm not here, and you're not going to pull my leg. Nobody listening to this. You know when you're about to commit a sin, when you're yeah. going to do something that is unpleasing to God. Now, it's up to you whether you do this sin and you repent, and you truly repent, but you did it anyway. The bride is the church that is on fire with the Holy Ghost. Yeah, the bride is when the temptation, when the temptation comes upon them, they become physically sick. They become yeah. ill at the thought of committing that sin. But they even had that thought that they allowed the enemy to enter in and whisper in their ear. They become violently, violently sick at the thought. The, the, the bride is the one that is filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Amen. Holy Spirit cannot live in sin. So, brothers and sisters, we've got to really we've gotta come out of the world we got to catch on fire with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. I uh, just realized that I'm too close to the microphone because my wife is playing a show upstairs. 
And uh-huh. I I heard myself from way down here, but I can I can I hear you a little bit. So that's that's already a mistake I'm ironing out. Uh, we got you know this microphone is really good microphone, and you, you, you tend to, yeah you tend to get well, well, you've got a deep you've got a deep voice uh, as yeah. it is, and when you when you went deeper, yeah. that was pretty amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the you must problem was a uh, good singer, huh? <laughs> nah. Well, the problem no? well, I was going to start doing voiceovers, you know, doing my own commercials. You know the commercials that uh-huh. you heard me play. Well, I was going to do some of my own commercials and I got the microphone, the perfect microphone upstairs to do it with. And I think I'm going to start doing my own commercials and stuff like that, but you know, yeah. I'm going to get on I'm going to be getting on YouTube pretty soon too. And uh, I'm going to just do it from, you know, simple program all the way up to my, you know, a broadcast. But, you know, I'm not on there to be followed. I mean, I got I got other um, uh, things to worry about besides trying to have somebody follow me. Um, Right. That scares scares the heck out of me, the word follow. I mean, follow Jesus. Don't follow me. Don't follow us. Follow the. Follow the living word. Follow the path, and it, it's not an easy path. It's not that paved, uh, uh, broad road. It's that narrow path. And follow that, Amen. and follow that'll that will lead you to eternal, everlasting eternal life. Eternal life, eternal life. And then you were right earlier when you were talking about we getting lazy, and we don't want to read the Bible. We just want to turn on a YouTube video, or turn on turn on TBN, or turn on. I see a lazy church YouTube. today. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I want to do is study, you know, daily that word of God and um, and use it as a sword. And the addictions that we, ha- you know, we have are broken by right. Jesus Christ. And um, he came to save us from our sins. He came to save right. us for eternal life, but he also came to, you know, take away the 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 bondages that easily you know beset us and um right. it's 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 funny because in Romans chapter 12 he talks about um uh, offering your body as a living sacrifice but a little bit a couple of seconds later he says that uh so we would know the perfect will of God so the perfect will of God is to be is for us to walk clean and humbly before the of God so we can Amen. do so we can do you know, the work that he has given us because if we're weighed down by um bondages, you know, he'll take oh my away. Goodness. Yeah, who the sun You gotta get rid of the junk. Yeah. The church needs to get rid of a lot of excess baggage and get rid of yeah. the junk. And and then people think that the junk is alcoholism and pornography, which it is, because he set me free from that. But the right. junk can be the junk can be selfishness, it can be strife, it can be Anger, unforgiveness, unforgiveness, lust, jealousy, lust. and and yeah. all these are spirits, and they're they're yeah. evil. They're not uh, they're not from the Holy Spirit. You yeah. have a spirit of anger, a spirit of hate, a spirit of uh, jealousy, and on and on and on, and they have nothing to do with the Holy Spirit. A spirit of unforgiveness. These are all spirits, but yeah. they're not heavenly spirits. Yeah, and yeah. we need to come out of that. We need to come out of that. We need to be cleansed. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, they're 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 dangerous and they're not they're they, dangerous. they don't yeah. Yeah. So
So um, let's we got to be up. straight up, brother. We got to keep on the whole armor of God. We got to constantly yeah. be in prayer. Amen. And we got to pray to break generational curses and and mm-hmm. uh, witchcraft that may have been uh, put upon uh, us or our our ancestors. We got to get rid of all of that. Well, you know that. We got to get cleaned up. We got to get know that, bride. You know that even biologically, you can be an alcoholic. So generational curses is 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 already sewn into the DNA. I mean, because a lot of people think. I mean, you might disagree with me. Um, for me, I don't see it as as much as if it was a spirit. Now, what I do see is that maybe certain demons are assigned to certain habits, maybe. But I believe mostly it's it's the human being who wants to be. Um, not want to, but uh, who carries these attitudes because it's built into the human structure, meaning anger. Uh, I believe that anger can be, can be coerced by demonic activity, but anger, the devil the devil says, well, who who needs enemies when you got enemies like mine? I mean, who needs friends when you got, you know, you know what I'm saying. If you got, right. if, you, if, the, if the devil knows that is that I have an anger problem, he's going to use it. Um, so he necessarily don't have to be a specific spirit, but it's, it's, it's using the human, human being in his weak spots because he studies this for a long time. So for me, right. you know, I have, you know, you know, an alcohol problem. I had an alcohol problem. So the devil offers, just like he did with Jesus or the demons, whoever demon is assigned to you, they offer you a beer right. and say, well, wow, Phil, you got bills. So instead of worrying about your bills, um, how about going to the store and get you a beer? That's fine. But Christian that's on the enemy. That's on Satan doing that. Yeah. That's, that's demonic. Satan. Well, it's it's a specific now. Is this it, now? Let me here's the question for you: Is it a specific spirit that's named anger, or is it or is it is it a demon who is taking advantage of the human DNA or genetics, or even the garden? Because in the Garden of Eden, um, they were cursed. The world was cursed, and humanity became sinners. So if that's the case, then Satan himself or the demonic forces are taking advantage of these characteristics and using them against humans, rather than a specific, rather than a specific spirit. So there's nobody. So there's so there's nobody in heaven called the you know the spirit of anger. You're the spirit of. Uh, selfishness. Not in heaven. Not in heaven. Or the third heaven, or whatever the demons hang out at. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let the Holy Spirit uh, move me wherever He's gonna move me. But uh, uh, I wanna um, present this. And Jesus, He just got done feeding the multitudes, and then He says, "Let's, let's go over here." And He come upon a man that was running naked uh, in through the tombs. Yeah. And cutting himself. And he was possessed 
with a legion of demons. And I'm not sure if you, you're aware or your, our listeners are aware. A legion is 6,000 demons had come upon this man. Now, yeah. before these demons attacked this man, uh, the man didn't want the demons there. But somehow something happened where there was an opening that allowed these demonic entities to come in. It wasn't the man's choice. Yeah. But whatever he did allowed the demons to possess this man. When yeah. we see someone with a problem with anger, uh, uh-huh. uh, where with hate, whether it's uh, physical abuse or spousal abuse, that is not of God. Um, and what I'm trying to say is that that is a, a spirit of anger. It's kind of a form of allowing the enemy, creating an opening somewhere in your life that you've got to get rid of. You've got to close yes. that up. Yes, sir. And um, and be set free of that. And the same yes. with alcoholism. And, and, and that is destroying our body, our temple. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. What we're doing, and that's the enemy. And yes, sir. We have to... We have to be prayed up and be set free of that. Yeah. So I do believe Amen. it is a spirit, but not the Holy Spirit. I believe it's more, maybe more than a spirit, uh, a way the enemy has gotten his demons to come on to a person, and to tear them down, to pull them away from the word, pull them Amen. away from the kingdom, because he wants them. He wants you. Uh, yeah. And many have fallen prey to that. But I've seen many set free immediately. Yeah. Immediately set free. Amen. I just wanted yeah. to touch on that. Yeah, yeah. Because I want you to uh, say a little bit more on that. Because, yeah, that that is true. That the, the Ephesians chapter 6 talks about be strong in the power of his might. Right. Which, you know, a lot of people kind of... Uh, you know, they kind of avoid saying that. And all the pieces lead back to Christ. Yeah. And uh, there's not one piece that does not lead to Christ. It's not in Christ. That's why they say, you know, you walk in the Spirit, which is, you know, God himself. But um, when you have the Spirit, you have Jesus Christ living in you. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, Minus the spirit of God, we're not born again, and people need to know Amen. that because true belief, you know, the Bible says that even the demons believe and they tremble. Um, true yeah. belief is is like we were saying earlier, is that I can believe I can, you know, you know, I'm on the Dallas Cowboys, but unless I'm, you know, do do you know you don't you don't work yourself to heaven that's not the point at the point of, right. the beautiful thing about christianity is that at the point of salvation if it's legit and if you meant it in your heart and uh you know you're saved uh, you are saved is, and you will be set yeah. free immediately yeah if you and, truly and truly meant it if you truly live it and you truly believe that he can set you free um He's not going to set you free if you want to. He's not going to go against your will because we're not robots. And uh, he's not going to force you to stop doing it. But when you become born again, you want to stop. You 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 want to please your master. You want to shed light. Because one of my problems was that I understood that 
even though people didn't know I was doing certain, you know, acts or doing this or that, even outside my house, that I I felt that, you know, I'm going to stand in front of God to give an account, but I, I, I felt that that if they can see me now, what would they think? And I and I thought that was deep because I want I wanna I wanna be a Christian when nobody's watching. And even when I was not a Christian, I wanted to be moral, you know, a moral person and moral values when nobody was watching. You know, and, and that's and, and that's the case why you um you know, and the people say, What if the neighbors find out? Or what if what if grandma find out you're doing that? You know, I don't wanna go through that. I wanna be you know, I want I want to stand in front of God and he and he looks at my life and everybody sees my life. You know, because everybody's gonna everybody he says there's nothing that is that is uh, hidden and it won't come to the surface. That's right. And all of that stuff, you know, I can see it now. You're standing in front of God and there's a big pearly stream and and whatever stream there is and, and he's going through your life and. You're not sure. going to get nothing over on him. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You're not going to get nothing over on him. You're over. not going to get yeah. nothing over the one whose eyes are like fire. Yeah. Stand accountable. Yeah. And, brother, you were talking about not wanting uh, anyone, you know, to, to see you. But what the church yeah. needs to understand is uh, God, our Father in heaven, is omnipresent. And yes, he is. Yeah. We have to live our life like no matter when we make choices. You yeah. gotta understand. You may not see him, yeah. but he's there. He's there while you're making that bad choice or that bad decision. So it's kind of like, uh, would you do this if if you got a knock on the door and there's Jesus standing at the door? Would you Amen. take that drink of alcohol? Would you take that needle? Would you um, commit this sin? You wouldn't do it. Not with him standing yeah. there. But, Amen. But you gotta understand. He's there. And he's Amen. he's there when you do it. Amen. So you're not going to get nothing past him. Amen. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, do you um, uh, do how many videos a week, or how many videos a, every two weeks or a month? What What, what oh, do you What do you do? I've been busy this last week, and we'll talk about that in a minute if you want, because I took my ministry to. Uh, um, it was a Labor Day festival, but it was a multi-cultural uh, festival, and I went to the Muslims and the believers of Islam. So that's something to talk about. And when you're talking about the Antichrist coming out of there, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. But yeah. I, I try to do, I average about four or five videos a day every day. Wow. So I'm not sure what it adds up to. Oh, you do that much. <laughs> Yeah. I'm led by the Holy Spirit, you know. Hey, man. Hey man, I'm gonna start doing videos. I have to pray about it, and and pray what you know what he wants me to talk about. But uh, you know, simple videos, nothing, nothing out there, or you know, not saying that you know we, we we're gonna have the Antichrist come from planet Krypton or something like that, yeah. something crazy off the wall. I won't be doing that. But you know, and, and there's rumor going around that Jesus is coming with a in a mothership, and all the angels are coming in UFOs. And the church, please get some place on that. I can't oh, believe. Wow, where'd you hear that one from? Yeah. <laughs> on YouTube. Where else? <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, oh my God! Now God doesn't need a, a UFO <laughs> or spaceship. He just speaks it. Where did it happen? Amen. Oh, wow, I Amen. can't believe. 
you know, well, I, I'm glad I worked my ministry in the inner cities. I, but, you know, I really didn't want to come on YouTube to try to reach the lost and the unfaithful. I'm so busy preaching to the yeah. church. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes wonder who's more lost, you know. You're breaking up. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Can you hear me? Boy, when we start speaking the truth, the enemy just does not like it, does he? Well, viewers, if you can hear me, um, I think we lost connection, and uh, I'll just be patient here and have the perseverance and uh, see if we can uh, get back here. Okay, I'm back. Um, well, I had a, um, uh, I don't know what just happened. I think the um, Skype hung me up, and I thought uh, Pastor Dave was hung up. But I looked at the switchboard, and he's still there. Uh, so that was kind of strange. Uh, anyway, let me finish up with uh, talking to Pastor Dave, and then we'll end the show. But are you still there, Pastor Dave? I'm here. What happened? I was kind of talking for a moment. Uh, it seemed like oh, we lost connection. Well, that's good if you kept talking. And uh, <laughs> I thought you yeah. got raptured. I was getting a little excited oh. and disappointed <laughs> at the same time. I, I thought you were gone. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 if 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 that was the case, then uh, I, you know I'll feel bad for you, but I'm free up there in glory land. But. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's on my end, if it's my, like I said, my I'm on my phone, and uh, we live out no, in the, of the country in a wooded area. So. Yeah. Where, where are you at now? I'm out in Holly, Michigan. We're out in kind of uh, um, a lot of woods around me, a lot of oh, God's yeah. uh, lovely nature and creatures. And I'm actually originally from the city. I'm from uh, the suburbs of Detroit. And uh, yeah. I met my wife, and she's from here, and uh I'm getting kind of used to seeing possums and raccoons and deer walking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm from Pontiac, Michigan. I was born and raised. Oh, there. really? Yeah, my family. Oh, I know there. Pontiac well. I've worked in Pontiac for years. Oh yeah, yeah. I um, we do a do a video on Pontiac in Detroit in that area. Yeah, that that same condition of those cities is coming to a city near you. <laughs> That's right. It's like Flint. Uh, we're not far from Pontiac. In fact, I go through there all the time. Yeah. Where are you at now? You know, I know you're not in Michigan, right? No, I'm in Spokane, Washington. That's like about oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the other side of Washington, Seattle's on one side, and that's FEMA region. What what is that FEMA region there? Six. <laughs> I think you better move. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Well, we saw a couple of you, um, uh, a couple of um, homeland security trucks a couple of years ago driving around. And, oh yeah, um, you know, yeah, you know it's kind of, you know, it's the same country you knew that they can be gone overnight. So, 
I, I try uh, to tell my, myself at least, my you know, you know, so my kids don't listen to me. But I tell, I, I, I'm thankful every morning that I wake up, you know, because I, you know, I, and, and tomorrow's not promised to us. That's right. And you know, I I look at you know the conditions of of, of our society, you know, how even the stock market runs. Where you know there's highly bet, betting instruments called derivatives there, and and that stuff can go bust overnight. And what I you know, oh, yeah. and I always like to say is that you know Walmart only has like maybe what five five days of food for everybody, and that's probably oh, underestimated yeah. or overestimating. So you yeah. know the things that the things that we hold so dearly. Uh, you know, might not be here tomorrow. So that's right. You know, people taking Amen. things for granted and looking at things as if they're always going to be here, but they may not. Amen. I mean, we got to get up in the morning, and when we wake up, and just thank, thank the good Lord for the air in our lungs, and we've got another day. If He's the one to put it there, and be be grateful and have Thanksgiving. Yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. Okay, well, thank you for coming on. Uh, oh, you're very really welcome. Appreciate yeah, and I'd like to get you on a little bit later, if the Lord wills, the time varies. But if it doesn't, and that's okay, because I'll I talk to you in heaven. <laughs> Amen. I just want to let all your viewers know I love you all very, very much, and I want to leave you tonight with, with the words of Yahweh, agape. That is love, and I love you very much. Thank Amen. you so much. You, um, do you mind um, speaking to those who uh, who are unsaved and or those who are fell back? Do you mind giving a little invitation? Uh, I will be happy to. If any anyone is listening, and I, and if we could, I'd like to go into prayer. If we could bow our heads and bow our hearts this very moment, and let's go before our most loving God in heaven in prayer. Father God, I lift up this broadcast and this ministry to you, Father. And, Father, it is my plea that if there is someone listening tonight that has not come to know the love of the living God, Father, that you touch them in a powerful way through this broadcast tonight, through this service, that they feel your presence upon them, but the skies come apart and the heavens open and a burning, burning fire of the Holy Spirit just fall upon them. If they're tired of the way their life is going and they want a change in their life and if so many today just wish they could start over, if you would give them, Father, let them feel your mighty majesty and your presence upon them and let them know they can. They can start over. They can be born again. If anyone listening to this broadcast tonight has not yet made that leap of faith and called upon the one Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, to come into their heart and to ask their Father for forgiveness, now is the time. If you're listening to the sound of my voice and tonight you feel alone, you feel that there is a mountain, an obstacle, just too hard to climb that you can't take another step. If you're not happy with the way your life is going and you want your life to change, I promise you, 
your life will change in an instant. You can start over. You can be born again. You can be set free of all of the strongholds that have come upon you. If you are ready and you are truly, truly in your heart of hearts and you know that you know that you know that it is time and you want to call upon Jesus to come into your heart, just repeat this prayer after me. Oh, precious Father God, I stand before you this night a sinner. I am so sorry. Father, please forgive me. I know that you sent your only son to come into this world to die on the cross on Calvary's hill. And on the third day, he rose and he sits at your right-hand side. Jesus, I've waited so long. I love you. I love you so much. Jesus, come into my heart. Wash away that crimson stain of sin. Wash me white as snow. Make me a new creation in you. Jesus, I proclaim this day with my mouth that you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Lion of the tribe of Judah. You are my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you, Father God, for forgiving me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And I will walk in your righteous path and serve you all the days of my life until we are together for eternity in the glorious kingdom of heaven. Amen. Amen. God bless you too, brother. And thank you for coming on Prophecy Talk. And uh, we stay in touch, so you can come on, come on on again in a couple of months. And if you can, try to try to research a little bit on Skype, and because we might be able to do it like that. Uh, I will. I'll play around with that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, or even Tiny Chat, but we can do it like a. Well, I'm on Tiny Chat all the time. We have our program yeah. on Wednesdays and Saturday nights. Okay, well maybe I'll start an account there, and you can come on there, and we can record it. But it's yeah, much maybe easier I can get you on our on our program one of these nights too, if I can. Okay, all right, that sounds good. God bless you, man. God bless you. God bless you, uh, all all your listeners. God bless you, and look yes, up sir. because it's time to go home. God bless. Amen. Bye bye. All right, that was Pastor Dave. On YouTube, and uh, I enjoyed that uh, interview. Um, so, uh, yeah, we had a little technical difficulty, but we got through. Uh, the last uh, program that I did with Brother uh, Michael Parker, uh, I uploaded it to YouTube, and uh, it seems that uh, there was some copyright issues on there from one of the brothers' songs. So, we had to um, sort of forego that and um, pull it back down and chop it up and then put it back up. So that's what we plan to do is put uh, 
the um, last show from Brother Michael Parker on. I'm going to take a quick break, and I'll be right back. Connecting the dots and showing you why we are more vulnerable than ever. Greetings, fellow Americans. This is David Robertson inviting you to come be a part of an American Warning Radio, Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 p.m. Central. You've seen the pieces. Now, come see the bigger picture an American Warning Radio with your host, David Robertson, on this and many other networks that value liberty. All they're getting is mainstream media stuff. That's all they're getting, including Fox News. The American Warning Program with David Robertson, uh, just a great show. Uh, all kidding aside, the, the numbers are really going, starting to go up on that program, and I think one people realize that that's on now live Monday through Friday, 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock on this very station, you're going to be tuning in a lot more. That guy makes a lot of sense, and he's really good at what he does. Warning. Warning. America's habit forming. Status habit forming. Use the truth carefully. Get more information at anamericanwarning.com. That's A-N-AmericanWarning.com. Story we're following. New Yorkers can now apply for the new enhanced driver's license. Before the Melissa Hummel's live at the Bridge with the latest. Melissa, well, Lisa, they've only been available for a couple of hours, but already more than 100 New Yorkers have applied for the new enhanced driver's license. Officials say that they'll make crossing borders like here at the Peace Bridge safer and faster. Now, starting June 2009, federal law will require you to either have the enhanced driver's license or passport to enter into the U.S. from Canada, the Caribbean, or Bermuda. Now, the new enhanced driver's license has a special radio frequency chip inside that will make it faster at the border crossing. Now, for a regular renewal, the enhanced license costs $80. That's $30 more than a regular license, but a passport costs more than $100. Now, a birth certificate will suffice at the border until June 2009, and it will always be accepted for children under 16. Now, it used to be that 8,000 forms of ID were accepted at the border, but come June, it, that number will only be six. But why should a traveler pick an enhanced license over a passport, a Nexus card, or a new passport card? Enhanced driver's license makes the most sense because it is a multiple use document. Again, citizenship, identity can be used for driving. It surpasses the other applications of all those other documents. And we encourage uh, residents uh, of the state of New York who are U.S. citizens to get them. We don't need to rush into. You have been listening to The Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on The Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, Observe the present and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus.